0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We'll also go to the Body Works Plus guest hotline and welcome Seattle Seahawks play-by-play announcer Steve Rabel to the program. Steve, we appreciate the time. How are you?
1: I'm great. Hey, don't change the channel yet, folks. Wait till I'm done. Then you can turn. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> we got Steve Rabel on. Yo, yo, come back. Come back. Steve's yeah. going to be talking about this game. I uh, can't wait for it because I want to see, hopefully, Bryce Young plays. We're dealing with this over here in Charlotte, Steve, where now Bryce Young has the injury. <laughs> now there's conflicting reports about it might be a knee injury. I don't know. I would love to see Bryce Young suit up. We do know that you have a very different situation at quarterback. Here we are trying to launch the career of Bryce Young. Seattle seemed to resurrect one in Geno Smith last year. And then in the second week, he was balling again. How crazy has it been for you, Steve, to see the development of Geno Smith after Russell Wilson, after you trade for Drew Locke, now here's Geno Smith balling for uh, last year. And then even in the second week, we see it again.
1: Yeah, you know, being around it, virtually every day, at least during the season, it really wasn't that big a surprise, to be honest with you, because Gino is just Gino. I mean, he's been the same way since the day he walked in and uh, and said, okay, I'm fine with being a backup to Russell, but I'm going to work hard like I'm going to be the starter and I'm going to be prepared every week as if I was going to start. And we all know, we've been around football long enough to know that your really good backup guys are that kind of person. They're, they're the kinds of people who – are going to support the team, are going to do what you need him to do, are going to help the starter in any way they can. When he got his chance, he was absolutely and totally prepared. And he surprised maybe some people on the outside. He certainly doesn't surprise um, Pete Carroll and the coaching staff because they they watched how Gino got ready every single time. And remember, too, we had a, a few games here a couple of seasons back when Russell had the finger surgery and missed three games, and, and Gino came in and had a, a couple of little issues, and then also played really well at times. So you could see that he still had the gun. He still had the arm to make it happen. And now he's so fully invested in this offense and the guys around him. Uh, he just he expects to be successful every time he goes on the field.
0: Steve, what happened so poorly against the Rams that changed itself so much to the point where you actually got a win on the road against Detroit, a team that previously got a win against Kansas City?
1: It, it, it's so hard to understand, but um, again, you guys have been around this game long enough to know that, that uh, on any given Sunday and on any given Sunday, not only can somebody beat you, but you can really play lousy for whatever reason. And I think, I don't think we took the Rams lightly, although everybody was saying, yeah, you know, the Rams are going to be in a rebuilding mode down at the bottom of the division. And it's us in San Francisco. And The Rams came in here with a couple of things. They came in with Matthew Stafford, who we did not face at all last year when we beat him twice. He was injured. And so he came back and threw the ball just as he has his entire career. And he just kind of carved us up. Um, We did some things poorly on defense that we needed to fix, and I think we fixed them to some extent against the Lions, and that is getting some pressure, getting a little stickier uh, in coverage. Uh, We still aren't running the ball well. We need to do that better but you see Geno is is throwing the ball and our guys outside are making big plays for him. So, you know, it was one of those things. The guys were, I think, prepared, but there was a lot of young guys. There are a lot of young guys on this team and they, I don't think they responded very well when we, started to get behind in the second half against la steve when you look at this seattle offensive line they've allowed only three sacks on the season that's tied for eighth in all of the nfl and you look at carolina they're currently tied for third in the league in sacks how confident is this seattle team that their offensive line can negate this carolina pass rush it's going to be difficult it's the very first thing pete did his Wednesday press conference yesterday, it literally was the first thing that he talked about, about how sturdy, how tough you guys are up front on both sides of the football. And he talked about the pass rush ability of this defensive front uh, for the Panthers. And and it is going to be a test for us up front. I, I have been somewhat pleasantly surprised, certainly against the Lions, because we played two backup tackles. Both our guys got hurt in the second half, our starters, uh, against the Rams. So we play backup tackles. We kind of help them a little bit. You know, you have a tight end here. You have a running back chip there. Gino gets the ball out of his hand quickly, um, and that helped those tackles. But they really did a a really superb job against another good defensive front. Aiden Hutchinson, you know, is, is one of the top young pass rushers in the game right now. But it's going to be a hell of a test this weekend. I have no doubt about it. Those two tackles are going to start again, and we'll just have to depend on what we do, and that is First of all, again, we've got to get back to running the football better, uh, and then that opens up things for Geno in the passing game. That leads me to my next question. You look at Carolina. They are giving up 4.5 yards per carry on the season, and Kenneth Walker is a guy that a lot of people look at it as one of the next big stars in the league at that position, only 107 yards so far this season. Is this the game that Seattle fans and the coaches feel like that he could uncork and go from one of those big games he's capable of? I sure hope so. Uh, he is he is so exciting. And the, the couple of things that he did against uh, against the Lions that I know the coaching staff has talked to him about. But there are times when he so believes in his own ability to get out of trouble that you know you'll start de- running downhill to the right side. There's nothing much there, so he'll try to turn it around and come back all the way to the far side of the field. Sometimes that works, and he is so swift and so quick and explosive. That Sometimes that works, but then sometimes you get trapped behind the line of scrimmage. You're going to lose five or six yards. That makes it tough on the play caller to come up with a third down and 13 or whatever. Uh, You're looking to to convert, but he is so talented, and with his speed, his agility, uh, he ran for over a 1,000 yards last year. He wasn't even supposed to be the starter. In fact, at the start of training camp, he was the number three running back, but because of injury, he ended up starting. And, and playing last year, uh, nine touchdowns. So I think that this might be one of those games. And I think, too, uh, it's, it's a, the kind of game that Pete wants to play. He wants to give Ken Walker and Zach Charbonnet, our rookie out of UCLA, chances to run the football because it keeps us on schedule. It keeps us in line with the chains, And that's what he wants to do. And then throw when you want to throw, not when the defense demands it.
0: All right, Steve, last thing before we get you out of here. You brought up a couple of injuries. I'm looking at the injury report. It's pretty lengthy for Seattle. We're dealing with some injuries on our side as well. What's an injury that you're most worried about replacing or dealing with, whether it be a guy that could be out there but not 100% effective or just be out entirely?
1: Wow, that's a good question. Um, well, Jaron Reed is on our, our injury report, but he's also tougher than boiled Owl. So I think he's probably <laughs> going to play. Uh, at least I expect him to. Um, our tight end is also on the list, Will Disley. He has been so good. He is, he is an underrated receiver. He is a terrific blocker. Uh, in fact, we went out and signed a, a tight end off the Philadelphia practice squad just to sort of fill out the roster a little bit if Will can't play. Uh, that gives me an indication that he might not be available this week. That one makes me a little nervous. And then again, you know, our two tackles. Charles Cross might be ready to play this week. Abe Lucas is on IR now, so he's out for another three games. So those are guys that I'm, I'm kind of concerned about. But, you know, hey, injuries are a part of this. I'll be honest with you. I don't know that I want to see Andy Dalton start quarterback for you guys because all he's done is be successful against us over his long career so (laughs) we'll wait and see i guess who's going to start a quarterback for you on sunday
0: all right we'll see if andy is the magic potion to help this carolina panthers offense we'll see if bryce young is able to get back on track be healthy enough to start against seattle that is the voice of steve rabel seahawks play-by-play announcer on the bodyworks plus guest hotline steve we appreciate it and we appreciate you allowing these listeners to stay aboard with us
1: guys my pleasure thank you thanks steve
0: good stuff from steve rabel